What's going on, everyone? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Thanks for joining us on a Wednesday. Special thanks to BetterEdge.com. Now, we always talk about you've got to start betting with Better Edge. But the thing about Better Edge, they're not really a sports book. They're technically not a sports book. What they do is bring social aspects into the sports betting world. So really, it's more of a social thing than it is a sports betting thing. And it's really doing wonders because not only can you bet VIG free, that's a big deal for us, you bet VIG free, but you have fun while doing it. So they're adding excitement, adding fun, letting your friends, coworkers, family members get involved because you can follow each other, message each other, have tournaments, competitions. It's really cool what Better Edge is doing for the world of sports betting. Check them out online, betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com, like sports better. And use promo code sharp when you're signing up. That'll do you a couple things. That'll get you $10 in your account. And that $10 is rollover free. So make a bet, win, take your money out. That's all perfectly great, right? 10 bucks in your account. But also, it lets them know you heard about them right here on the Sharp Angle. That's betteredge.com, promo code SHARP. What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle podcast. Thanks for joining us on a Wednesday. Today is June 9th, 2021. I'm excited because I'm going to Vegas next Monday, Tuesday. A little quick trip, two-day trip. Get there, get back, little blackjack, you know, let's have some fun. I mean, I haven't been to Vegas in a long time. I used to, I used to go before COVID, you know, I don't know, four, five, six times a year, every couple months or so. But uh, we're getting back to it. So Monday, Tuesday, going to Vegas. Don't worry. We'll still have these podcasts. I don't know if I'm going to record early and then just play it on Monday, Tuesday, or if I'm going to do anything live from Vegas. Uh, so we'll figure we'll figure all that out. But uh, either way, on today's podcast, it's Wednesday, so we'll talk about soccer. Now, we're changing the schedule. Stay tuned uh, on Twitter, at SharpAnglePod, because we'll post the changes to the podcast coming up the next couple weeks. But... We're going to do on Wednesday, because it used to be Premier League Wednesday, so we're just going to make it soccer for the next few weeks, because we want to keep NHL Monday till the playoffs stop, and NBA Thursday. And so we're not going to change the entire the entire schedule just for Wednesday. So for the next month or so, Wednesdays will be all about soccer. And today, it's going to be a rather quick podcast, but what we'll do is let you know what's going on right now in the world of soccer, who's playing now, what we can expect in the next couple of weeks. So right now, it's all international play. All these players who have played... Well, just to clarify one step further for those who don't know, there's club soccer and then there's international soccer. Club soccer is uh, the teams they play on during the season. Chelsea, Manchester United, Liverpool, Bayern Munich, all these teams. These are the club teams. And then these players go and play for their countries, which is the national teams. So right now, we are in the midst of national tournaments. And these tournaments are usually regional. So uh, Europe has their own tournaments. South Africa or uh, South America, I should say, has their own tournaments. North America and 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 uh, North America has their own tournaments. So it's divided across the world, sort of regionally. But those are going on right now, and some 
are more important than others. There's brand new tournaments. I know the USA just won a brand new tournament this year against Mexico. That final was a couple days ago. And then you have other tournaments like the European Championship, which has been around for a while. So it's international play right now. Everyone is with their nations. And just to let you guys know, there's a misconception out there from soccer fans who don't watch a lot. These national teams are nowhere near as good as the club teams. So when you get a lot of really good players coming together on a national team like Spain, Belgium, you're, you're, you're not going to just be able to plug and play with how these guys normally do. So when they get together with their country, all the, the talent usually collectively dips down just a level. Because look, cohesiveness and familiarity with your teammates, that means something. So when they haven't played together ever before, you could have all the talent in the world, but it's not going to come together or look as good when you have when it happens so fast. But either way, right now is the national tournaments, uh, so it's it's pretty exciting and it's it's a bit of a different schedule. Like I said, the USA just wrapped up one of their tournaments, and Europe is just getting going with one of theirs. But anyway, national tournaments are taking place right now. In terms of actual club play, there's not many leagues going on. This is not club play season, except for in the United States, of course. The MLS is right in the middle of their season, and I mean they're very early in their season. Uh, started a couple weeks ago. They're taking a break, obviously, for international soccer. They'll return. I think there's actually one game on the 12th here in a couple days, but most of the teams return on the 18th. So still over a week away until the MLS does return. But we'll give out standings where these teams currently are and where we had them before the season. We did give out a couple futures bets before the year started. Uh, let's get a Paramount read in here. Good movie coming out. Now on digital, Milo Gibson and Lawrence Fishburne star in Under the Stadium Lights, an inspirational true story of a small town high school football team who fought to beat the odds to turn their lives around and win their state championship. Score your copy of Under the Stadium Lights, buy or rent it today, rated PG-13 from Paramount Pictures. All right, so standings in the MLS. Uh, we talked before the season about our favorite teams in terms of what the odds were. And we don't often come on here and give futures picks out. Sometimes we will. I like to give maybe a series futures pick if if it you know you guys don't have to wait eight months to cash it. We gave out the Islanders over the Bruins in hockey, things like that. But in general, I don't like to give out many season-long bets. But we did give one out before the season started. We gave uh, New England Revolution out. I think it was 25 to 1. And New England currently in first place in the Eastern Conference. Now, it's early. They've only played eight games. A lot left to go this season. But I think it says something early on that this team's getting off to a great start. And it's not just that they were injured last year. Bruce Arenas has finally got the team he wants. It's that... They're all coming together. They're all healthy. They're all playing great. But at the same time, everyone else around them who they've played so far or who was supposed to be doing very well is struggling. So it's not just New England is that much better. Other teams who are supposed to be elite have started a little bit slow. So either way, New England, 25 to 1, we gave that out. They're currently first place in the East. The top seven right now, which would determine the playoffs in the East, New England number one, Philly two, Orlando three, New York City four, Montreal five, Columbus six, and Nashville number seven. Now, Montreal, they did a little rebranding this year. Still, still the same Montreal team as last year, but man, they are playing differently. I think of the top seven, 
Unfortunately, Montreal would be the one team who I could see sliding out. But Nashville, Nashville's totally changed the way they've played. I mean, they've gone from defense, defense, defense to being able to score this year and keep up offensively. I think uh, they've scored every single game this year except for one. I'll have to double check that. But still, Nashville putting it in the net. I'm still concerned with them, though. They've won two, drawn five out of their first seven games. So two wins and seven has Nashville inside the playoffs if the season ended today. Now, again, it's early. That's a top seven. I see a couple teams who aren't in the playoffs right now making it by the end of the year, specifically the Red Bulls and Atlanta United. But uh, in the, I think the most interesting team right now in the East is actually Miami because Miami supposed to be so great, bringing in all this talent, breaking all these different rules, salary caps, yeah, they got Phil Neville in as their head coach. We heard all offseason preaching difference, change, it's coming, don't worry. And Inter-Miami looks worse than they did last year. So, you know, David Beckham, uh, it's going to be a whole nother challenge to run a team, run an organization, and get wins. And it's not going to be as easy as bringing in your old teammate, Phil Neville, to coach. It's not going to be as easy as breaking the rules and spending too much money on players just to guarantee you have enough talent. Inter-Miami is struggling so far, 11th out of 14 in the East, and things don't look to be turning around based on the news I'm reading out of Miami. But that is, I'd say right now, the most interesting team in the East. The West, not so much going on to talk about. The top seven right now, Seattle, number one. Sporting KC, number two. LA Galaxy, what a turnaround for them, number three. The Colorado Rapids, number four. Houston, number five. San Jose, six. And Portland, number seven. Of the teams right now, not in the top seven who I could see coming back and making the playoffs. Again, guys, I know it's early, but just in terms of who's outside right now looking in, who should be doing better. Uh, LAFC, for sure. I actually think Real Salt Lake. They're 2-3-1 and one this year. I think Real for the last couple of years has been underrated, and I think they could make the playoffs and probably will make the playoffs this year. If you can find a bet, Real Salt Lake to make the playoffs, it's probably around minus 150, no, plus 125, yes. I like the yes there for Real Salt Lake to make the playoffs. But uh, overall, that's what the standings are looking like. Like I said, not coming back until the 18th, so just over a week away from returning to MLS play. Last note here, some interesting stuff. Liga MX, the Mexican Premier League, just wrapped up. Cruz Azul won for the first time in decades, so congratulations there. But I like the, uh, the talks lately between the MLS and the Mexican Premier League because they really haven't done much together to promote or cross-play or, or, or do friendlies or things like that. There has been, obviously, for the Champions League, the Champions League on this side of the world, these teams play one another, but that's it. So I like recently, Liga MX, the Mexican League, and MLS have come together and talked about expanding their relationship, growing their relationship, and growing the sport locally. Locally, I mean regionally here in the U.S., Mexico, North America, the, the, those type of things. So uh, good news coming out from uh, the MLS and Liga MX. Looks like they're going to start wanting to work together and uh, get on the same page for all soccer events moving forward. So, all right, that does it for today's show. Quick Wednesday podcast. Hope you guys have some winners tonight. We got basketball, baseball, tennis, soccer, hockey. We got everything. So good luck, whatever you have today. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle.